You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod, a podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific Uber dykes. But you can call us studs. I'm Blaze. I'm Meech. High school days and university bays is what we're getting into this week. So let's get into it. Homie, drop the beat. studs keeping it real raw and off the cuff and we'd like to welcome you to the show our high school and college days are pivotal points in life especially for those of us that realize that we're gay so this week we're flashing back to our past and getting into being baby studs in class but you already know how we do meech how's life been treating you this week man life has been uh testing me this week um dealing with some some family things that's going on you know re- realizing firsthand how the world is not really fair to us black and brown folks um you know but on a brighter note um it's my last week in the office so i'm excited about that shit can't wait to get out of there got people coming up to me talking about yo we're so jealous I wish we were leaving too and i was like damn damn yeah no so um yeah excited about that ready to start something new i didn't want to wait too long i took a couple days off but i'll be starting the new job pretty soon so i know that's always like a hard thing to decide right like do i take some time now or do i just go ahead and yeah go ahead and get into it yeah yeah so i took a couple days you know just to get a little break but I've been preparing for this for a couple months. Like I, I, I've been going to like all my doctor's appointments to the dentist. I've been doing that shit. Like I knew I was <laughs> leaving, so I took care of everything that I needed to take care of. So now I'm just ready. What you've been up to? Um, working and working on uh, the landscaping and things like that. Uh, I got inspired to do something uh, with my office, like you know, my home office and change it around and do things like that. So I got me a little mm-hmm. fish tank. So I'm about to put that oh, together. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I mean, you know, I was already in the fish tank, but I never yeah. did like the live plant thing. So oh, I'm okay. going to, I'm going to do that, which, um, <clears throat> I don't know, you know, I just, I, I'm always, I've always had fish tanks. And so, right. But so doing this is something different. I want to do my hand, try my hand at um, salt water too. So I'm planning on putting like a big giant salt water one in the living room. Yeah, let me know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I saw the tank that I want to buy, but I just got to work myself up to spending that kind of money on a right. fish tank. So you know what a tanks are yeah. expensive. Or just big tanks, in, in uh-huh. period. You know what I'm saying? For like what it is. Man. But yeah, so I've just been redoing my office and things like that. Getting the fish tank stuff together, learning about that. I'm like a hobby whore. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I get into things. So, like, mm-hmm. speaking of another hobby, like, when I'm reselling, I have all my stuff everywhere from reselling. So, I kind of slowed down on that. And, um, which I do want to get back into it, but it's just, it takes a lot, especially from where, where I am right now to, right. to to do that. But I still have all my merchandise, you know what I'm saying? Like, my products. So, I need to go through that and see what's up so i bought like some organization things i'm trying to get organized in my life you know what i'm saying and okay and uh see what what little change i can make um while i'm doing it and bring a little zen into my office with my little fish tank and things like that and it was uh my dog's birthday like literally my dog 
<laughs> my dog's birthday. So we had a little birthday party for her and <laughs> she got a cake and everything. And I was like, oh yes, man. Outrageous. But um, other than that, you know, working outside and working. So uh, let's go ahead and get into green peas then. And this is where we get into a few of the books, shows, podcasts, trends, or whatever else is new and exciting we've discovered. Uh, so what's been keeping you entertained this week, Meech? Um, so I've been reading, of course. I got back into the reading thing, had some more time. So um, I checked out a couple books. Um, one, The Magic of Thinking Big mm-hmm. uh, by David Schwartz. That book is just about like thinking big in everything that you do. You know, and then kind of forcing yourself to do those things and giving yourself timelines. So, you know, kind of a motivational book, just helping me with, you know, the track that I'm on right now in life. And then um, staying with, you know, with that theme, uh, I read Make Your Bed. It's by um, it's by an admiral. Like he was a, a Navy SEAL and, you know, an admiral and all these different positions in the military. Um, so he's basically just talking about like doing hard things, but you know, the hardest thing for some people is just getting up every day and making their bed. So if you can do that consistently, you know, what other things can you do consistently? Um, and then the other book that I read was The War of Art. So it's it's another book about, you know, just kind of staying motivated and staying focused on what you have to do, especially for artists, like people who are into like music and, or, you know, movies or writing, anything like that, um, tend to get sidetracked easily, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just Mm -hmm. kind of one of those other books that help you stay focused. So I like to read things like that when, you know, like, I feel like I have a lot going on and I have so much that I want to accomplish. And it just kind of reminds me of like how to stay on track and, you know, stay focused, do, you know, keep kind of a routine and stuff like that. Um, Look yeah, but other than that, you know, yeah, trying to be a grown up, you know, <laughs> trying to be responsible. It sucks, but you know, and then my usual podcast that I listen to, um, to keep me motivated also. So what you've been, what you've been into, I haven't seen any new shows. What you got for me? Um, well, I discovered, and I watched like every episode of, at this point, a show on a YouTube joint called, um, Ask Real Queers. And it's basically like a discussion panel but full of um, queers of all kinds from the rainbow, black queers. Um, In Johannesburg, they were, and they were also in London. So, of course, I'm listening because, you know, my London thing. But, yeah, yeah, so they just ask, like, real questions, and they have, like, real conversations. It's it's mimic kind of after, like, a reality show where they where they're all together and then they have like their own like individual thought about whatever the conversation is afterwards, you know, like they're in the, in the dark room by themselves reacting to the film or whatever. But, um, so that, that makes it interesting, but it's definitely, um, I like the questions and I just like the vibe that you have in that show. So I've been definitely into that and that's definitely, uh, been keeping me entertained. Uh, I'm all caught up on that one. So, I'm hoping to find some other stuff. I'm all caught up on all my YouTube shows at this point. So if y'all have anything new, please, please let me know. <laughs> and now let's get into what we've got cooking this week in stewed peas. They say the days of high school and college are the best days of our lives. Living carefree, bill free and worry free. Unless, of course, you come to the realization that you're a part of the LGBT community. 
These days, it isn't rare to find an out kid proudly displaying their queerness in the halls of high schools across the country, or to find a gay and lesbian-centered fraternities recruiting members of the campus of a major university. Um, Meech, we know that you um, came out, out, like, way after high school, but while you were in college, what was it like for you? So that's when you were finally, like, on your own, kind of, like, feeling your little rainbow yeah. vibes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, it was, like, I was trying to find the the gays at that point, you know what I mean? Like I was trying to find the groups. And That's that gaydar like that. and shit, right? Like is yeah, this shit for real or what? I was, you know, I was hitting on girls and trying to talk to them, and um, there was in because you know I'm not traditional, so I went to like three colleges before I decided what I was gonna do. So in my final college that I graduated from, there was actually a LGBTQ group, and um, I joined, you know, like I joined that group. But of course, there was there was always more guys in it than girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I made some friends, kept some connections. Um, it was cool. I actually still talk to one of the guys today. You know, we're still Facebook friends and all that good stuff. So um, it was just, it was cool to finally be around people and, you know, just being in Manhattan because I went to school in Manhattan. So that was, you know, just different. You would see LGBTQ people everywhere. So it just felt like home. Um, but yeah, I remember, you know, hitting on the girls for sure. Like I was more comfortable, of course, you know, all the, all the Dominican girls from Dykeman in the Bronx that I shouldn't have been talking to, um, (laughs) trouble. That's what it was. It was trouble. Another, you know, I don't know. It was fun though. It was fun. Like I, I started feeling myself, but I wasn't really, I think in college it was different because I didn't stay on campus. So it was harder for me to kind of like be with the groups, but I would stay late. Like we would cut class and go to TRL and shit like that, like all the time and just be gay in the streets in New York. You know what I mean? And having fun. Yeah. I just dated myself by saying TRL, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine you, you out in front of that big ass window, like, yeah. Waking yep. at Ashanti. 106 in like Park. That. Yeah. I'm, if you look real close on like a Nicki Minaj episode, you'll see me on 106 in Park. Um, yeah, so like it was more like being out in the streets in New York that, you know, was fun for me. And I was more around gay people. Like we would just, it was just a group of us and we would hang out and we would chill and we would talk to each other and, you know, talk about relationships, talk about girls, talk about guys, just being gay. And it was, I don't know, it was like the beginning of me coming into who I was and seeing what, you know, how much fun we are yeah. <laughs> just as a community, you know what yeah. I mean? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> seeing all the, and then all the drama too, you know, there was drama. Like we used to cut, we used to cut class and go to this place called Barco, which was like a grown up David Busters and just go play games, just chilling and having fun. I know. I mean, it, it, it just felt, I just felt comfortable at that point, you know, like New York is a, is a good place to, um, to be who you are. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like, yeah, if you can't like those kids from the country, they can't be gay where they're from. You know what I'm saying? They can right. definitely be gay in New York. Like you just think of freedom in New York. You don't realize it's just so many people. Like nobody even gives a shit because yeah, this is too many people to care. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, high school <laughs> was uh, 
interesting, interesting place. Um, because especially coming out so young, you know, I had like straight girls flirting with me. You know what I'm saying? Like me and this one chick, we had our own special Valentine's Day. So here I am dealing with that situation. And we had a gay straight alliance, you know, like uh, at one point in time, I became the president of the gay straight alliance. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was gay, gay in high school. I was definitely flag repping. Um, and I mean that for me, like the confidence and the ability, not the confidence, but just like the feeling like I could do that and be free came from this dude that was a, he was a junior when I was a freshman. And it was like a whole gang of us that we used to hang out together. And he was flamboyant, gay dude, okay? And he just didn't care. He was just himself, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just, mm-hmm. he would get um, talked about and shit like that um, in school. And he just didn't care. And it was because of hanging out with him and shit like that. I was like, you know what, fuck it. So I'm just out here gay, gay as fuck. I, when I first started, I had this long hair put in a ponytail it was like a volleyball tournament, which I couldn't keep playing volleyball because of them fucking shorts. Those, sh- mm. those shorts were not, <laughs> not the business. Yes. Short, short shorts. Tight. Yes. I was like, no, I just watched some volleyball shit the other day. And I was like, see, that's why I couldn't keep playing volleyball because of them shorts. Like I was wearing basketball shorts and everybody else was wearing them tight shorts. And I was like, I can't, I can't do that. So um, my hair, I went to the game, the game. It was a two-day tournament, right? So the first day I went, I had this long ponytail. And then overnight, I cut my hair off and had it dyed bleach blonde. Because Eve was out at the time. Talk about dating yourself, right? So Eve was out, and she had that short blonde shit. And I was like, that's what I'm going to rock. So I cut all my little hairs off and showed up the next day to the basketball tournament. And I was out at school after that. Like, everybody just knew mm-hmm. from that <laughs> from that moment on. <laughs> so, I mean, in high school, and then being part of the Gay Shit Alliance, like, they had field trips. One year was, like, a whole gang of the Gay Straight Alliances throughout the county met up at this one place and had, like, a symposium, like a three-day symposium. It was nothing but all the gay kids from all these schools meeting up in one spot. Oh, Do man. you know how much... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, this is amazing. And yeah, so it was a good time. Like there was this one high school that um that was known as the gay high school. Mm-hmm. And that was like my high school to go to for summer school. So I made sure I had a summer school class every summer. Cause I wanted to be be at the gay high school. Yeah, you wanted to be yeah. Yeah. I wish, <laughs> yeah. I wish. Like, now in high school we had like there were like some gay folks that were out but it was like few and far between you know mm-hmm. and like I was in band but I wasn't necessarily like a band geek if you per se if you want to call me a band geek mm-hmm. so I didn't really hang out with the the two guys that were gay that were in the band you know what I mean like I was also an athlete too but then the signs were there because you know like I used to play softball so I know some of my teammates oh. in basketball Yes. Gay, but nobody was really out when I was when I was in high school. But I wish if there was some gay straight alliance or some shit like that, I probably yes. Would. And the gay straight alliance was headed by a gay teacher in my school. We knew of at least two to three definitely out and proud gay teachers in in our high school. Well, my high school was like a pr- progressive at the time, like high school. Like only a select number of kids were went to that school. 
and shit like that. So, and there was a lot of trials and tribulations to even get to that school. But I mean, that's how it was. And then, but when I went to those other schools for summer school, it, it wasn't, um, it, it was like more kids, but you know, the gay kids were still cool. There was another school, um, in Miami beach that it was just a given. That was a bunch of gay kids there. Cause that was like the artsy fartsy, you know what oh. I'm saying? Like the, <laughs> like the goth type of wearing clothes, you know what I'm saying? Like things yeah. like that. So you just know that, that and some of the other like magnet high schools that were for art and dancing and stuff like that. That was a given that you were going to find rainbow flags there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So high school for me was, I don't know, once I came out and I was like confident and, and I felt like strong in who I was and just being gay and just being me, then mm-hmm. high school was, it was just fun. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Especially I was like, yeah, it was, I was with all the older kids and stuff like that. And yes. And that's when I started sneaking in the clubs. Talk about not getting, about not getting any sleep. Okay. Yeah, I was going to classes and shit. High school was definitely a good gay old time. And I didn't see, and I did college so late, so I was, uh, but when you were in college, I was, yeah. like, out in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> like, working. Yeah, I did college already. right after. Yeah. I, I mean, like, now that I think about it, yeah. Like, even some, some of my, like, um, teammates are out now. And it was just like, I don't know why nobody... Nobody came out in high school until these two chicks who weren't even from our high school came to the school. Like they transferred there, like maybe junior year, mm-hmm. and um, you know, of course, new new fresh meat. Everybody's looking at them, and then they showed up to the basketball game with like their stud girlfriends, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I want to be your friends. You know what I mean? Like I, that's how I felt. I was like, "Oh shit!" There's more gay people, and they like they're studs. Like that's how I saw myself but at the time I didn't really dress like that you know what I mean like I always you know was dressed masculine but I never really like you know I still had the long hair and all that shit so I wasn't out or anything but yeah I don't I don't really remember people in my high school being out otherwise I think it would have been more of a good time because now that I think about all the people who are out I'm like yo like nigga like like we could have been doing so much damage oh yeah I think about all the people like um especially the dudes that are out now that are, yeah. and I've seen them out, you know what I'm saying? Like on the street and right. um, doing, you know, being their own little flittery rainbow self. So I, um, not so much the girls, even though one time when I changed my status on Facebook, I did get a comment <laughs> by somebody <laughs> who went back in the day, you know what I'm saying? In high school, like this chick, was one of the chicks that like people would try to get with. Mm-hmm. So when she was like, "What's good?" I, I don't know. I just couldn't. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't bring my. I was like not interested at this point. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a uh, hindsight. That was interesting. Yeah. I know. But that's just interesting. That like I don't. I can't think of too many people um, other than dudes. Like I don't know any of the um, girls that I knew in high school that are now gay, that weren't already, like, gay in high school with me. You know what I'm saying? So, because there was, like, a a bunch of kids that were younger than me, the younger grades or whatever, that there was a bunch of gay, like, they were just out. And they, Mm -hmm. um, 
So, and now, of course, they're just still out. So, <laughs> so yeah. Most of the time, there was these dudes on the DL. That's what we had a lot of in high school. Mm. More so than, than dudes being out. It was dudes on the low. But, you know, now they're out and about. Speaking about dudes being on the DL, I have to tell y'all this story. So, this dude that, like, we were friends. He was a year older than me. And everybody was like, yo, why don't y'all go out? Why don't y'all talk? Blah, blah, blah. So, I got peer pressured into, like, talking to this dude. And he got peer pressured into asking me out. But it didn't. it lasted, like, a week. <laughs> like, so, nothing really came of it. But I found out. Um, a couple years later, cause I had, um, beeped, beeped. Oh my God. I'm dating myself, bro. I had yeah. my best friend and she was at his house and she called me back from his number and she, cause she didn't recognize the number. I was at like my cousin's house or something. So I'm like, Oh, where you at? She's like, yo, I'm at so-and-so's house, but she was lying to me. Mm. So I'm like, all right. I told my cousin, I'm like, yo, let's pull up. Like, cause she's dead ass lying. Like, you know, she's at this dude's house who I was supposed to be talking to for a week. So, you know, that was a no go in high school. So we pull up and he's there and she's there, but he's there with another dude who was like the star basketball player. Oh no. And like all the girls wanted him. Like he was like the cutest dude in the school. Everybody wanted to be with him, blah, blah, blah. And this dude that I'm, you know, I was supposed to be talking to is there with the dude. And like my my best friend knew about them and she was there with another female. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Here? Like dudes on the down low. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I guess there were some dudes on the down low. I don't think that he ever came out though. Like I know the guy that I was talking to came out for sure. He's like somewhere in Atlanta right now, but, <laughs> <laughs> but the other guy, like who was a star basketball player, he, um, I don't think he ever came out. I don't know what he's up to these days. That shit was wild though. Crazy. As you said, and as you said, um, talking about the dudes, I remember this was before I was out, still fairly young, <laughs> but like <laughs> my friend, well, the this person, my neighbor from across the street, was dating this one dude, and he was a twin, mm. and so his the twin thought that um, the other twin, not the one she was talking to, thought that I was cute. So him and I would like talk. This was before I really knew. I was like, I'm gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is nothing's happening here. And uh, so we were friends or whatever. He would come over and hang out at my house and we would chill. And, you know, he like, I forget what it was that he gave me or what he was that he did, but he gave me something and his mom and dad came over to my house and it was like this big ordeal come to find out that they were mad because they found out that the other, that the other brother, the other twin was gay. Oh, snap. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And when they thought that, um, they thought that I was a dude because of my, my name. So all, Mm-hmm. He kept saying it was my name, my name, you know what I'm saying? So they had mm-hmm. to, they came over and were like mad thinking that their other son had given me a dude <laughs> something <laughs> and now they had twin gay dudes. On, on oh lord. Yes, okay. That was a rumble in the jungle. Of course, cuz I still look like how I look, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that that wasn't different then. <laughs> it was just like maybe my hair was a little bit longer. 
at that point. Maybe I had a crazy basketball ponytail, but mm. other than that, I look the same. Crazy high school stories. Yes, now like we just you reminded me of that. Yeah, man. Freaking twist. I think I was his beard. He he might have he might have really been gay. Yeah, I think yeah. It's so funny to me that me and the dude didn't work out because we were both like, yeah, we we knew. We just, I don't know, scared to come out, I guess. Yeah, I mean. It's tricky. A, yeah. That's why I think my, my experience has been so, like, unique in that mm-hmm. I was able to just be out like, like that in high school and not really have too much um, pushback anywhere except for like outside people like i remember riding the bus home from school and the little old ladies would be there with their bible reciting bible verses to me and i'm <laughs> looking at them like what weird lady get away from me like you gotta be out of your mind oh god yes or just random random um people telling me i'm i, I need to, i need just need a man i just right. you need a good a man yeah. yes that's yeah. so insulting. And I know. I just haven't met the right man. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? We're, we're, we're okay over here. <laughs> we can that. outside. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, now let's get into wild peas. We're the part of the show where we share and answer some of the most wild questions we've seen on the internet. This week's question is, you meet your 15-year-old self. You're allowed to say three words. What do you say? Just come out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I think, um, yeah, I think life would have been a lot. It would have been tough at first, but I think it would have been a lot easier. Because I would have been more me for a lot longer. Mm. Oh, that's deep right there, bro. Look at you getting all powerful and shit. (laughs) (laughs) What would you have said? Don't date her. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. That would have been the one. Yeah. Because also, again, when I was in high school, I was dating somebody that was not in high school. (laughs) Oh, damn. Yes. So, and like, I think 15 is like prime high school age. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that was, that set me down a path of a different, a different path, I think. So, yeah, I would have definitely went a different way, I think, if I hadn't, uh, made some of the romantic choices I made even that young so damn yeah because you was a kid yeah right and you think you know what love is until you realize like bitch I'm being used (laughs) (laughs) facts and I'm out and on that note (laughs) I'm out (laughs) yeah bro so I think that's that's what I would have. I mean, I can think of so many three, three word phrases to tell my fifteen year old self, like, because I think a lot happened. I have to actually do the math of the year of how old I, you know, what year that was yeah. when I was fifteen. Yeah, right. Yeah, 
But, you know, like, my pops passed away, and, uh, yeah, you know, and just being out, out and facing the world on my own, well, yeah, for a lot of time, so, yeah. I think yeah. I would have also told myself, don't listen to mom. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I was a good kid. I think I would have had a lot more fun if I was a lot more rebellious. Yeah. I could, yeah, I could probably go on. <laughs> what else yeah. would I say? I just do it. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right? Listen yeah, to Nike. Like, just do it. For sure. Like, don't be scared. Like a lot, a lot of Smoke the weed. Smoke the weed! I waited till I was 18, I think. I don't remember how old I was. <laughs> I just know I was at a Bob Marley concert, so it was kind of kind of fitting. Nice. I thought, yeah, interesting. I you know it was like an interesting time because high school too. Like Miami was was really getting popping with the music scene and shit like that. So there was a lot of like little Wayne Cash money action happening down here, mm-hmm. and they would have they would have these Bob Marley fests and. Lauren Hill, Erica Badu, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, nice. yeah, yeah. I saw Dmx, Foxy Brown, yeah. <laughs> like outside at a at an outdoor spot, blazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it used to be used to be really lit, and that was just high school. So, yeah, high school was good to me. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to end the show here. Don't forget to follow Two Studs in a Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Catch a glimpse behind the scenes. Go follow Meech on IG at the Homie Meech and on Twitter at Homie Meech. And myself at its.me.blaze on IG and it's me blaze too on Twitter. If email is more your thing, shoot us an email at two studs in a pod at gmail.com. That's T-W-O, studs in a pod, at gmail.com. The Two Studs in a Pod is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and of course, tune in. And gratitude is always the attitude. So we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Ciao. <laughs>